0: man, I got a whole, I got a whole, um, episode on, on catfishing and all of that. I have an ex episode. I have an episode, a pre a prior episode or like a, an episode in my past on, um, on catfishing. So, you know, um, there's that (laughs) I'll get into why I started off the podcast like that, but, um, this is the Tired of Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. <laughs> you know, people be in the emails that they send me. I get emails and they say that they be saying that with me, my intro with me. When I be saying it, I'll be cracking up because it's like, <laughs> it's like, you know, it's almost like an ad lib or like, you know, when it's, you know, it's coming up. And you know what I'm going to say. So, you know how I intro myself. So, that's kind of dope that people would be saying it with me. Um, <laughs> it's still funny to be, but uh, it's dope. But, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, somebody wanted to know about catfishing. And I'm like, I don't know if y'all people are listening to my podcast or just skimming through it because I've definitely touched on catfishing before. I've been catfished before. Um, so, I'm not going to go all the way off on this podcast episode about catfishing, um, I'm actually going to answer another, uh, email that I received, uh, last week. I received it or the week before last week. Um, I'm going to act, um, I'm going to answer that email. Uh, it is by, it is from this young lady named, uh, Arian, um, who I do know. I know her. Um, she is, She's very good friends with one of my goddaughter's mothers. So um, she's down there in the Georgia area, uh, in the Atlanta area, or the the metro Atlanta area. And I know her. Um, I know her personally. so. But anyway, yeah. um, The reason why I was starting off with this catfishing thing is because me and Eric, we still... My man Eric, who now y'all know about him because you know i've spoken about him on the podcast in in prior episodes um for those who aren't familiar eric is a a good friend of mine i've met eric back in my uh in my private school days we used to both hoop on the same team we used to be calvary eagles um (laughs) and you know we we hooped on the same squad and he was a point guard i was like a shooting guard small forward you know um and yeah, that's how I know Eric. I know Eric. And he's from the Upper Darby, Philly area. And um, that's my man. You know, we go back. So it's cool. Um, but Eric was asking me about like catfishing and stuff like that. And uh, actually him and uh, someone else had a similar email. Um, now, the person that uh, had a similar email asking about the catfishing um is a a young woman she does not want to be uh named (laughs) for whatever reason I don't know if she know people that listen to the podcast I don't think anybody knows her that listens that I know personally that listens to the podcast so they wouldn't know but I'm you know it's a small world maybe maybe she knows something that I don't know but she did ask me like um you know like I guess she must have now she must have listened to the actual catfishing episode but yeah uh just to kind of clarify some things and touch back on it. Yes. Um, when you are creating a dating profile, um, if you purposely omit certain things that you feel like won't get you the attention or won't get you those, uh, get you those matches that you want. Um, and then you just expect the person to just be with whatever, when y'all finally do meet up. Yes. That's catfishing. Just that simple. You know, um, You know, this is not a a dating profile shaming uh, podcast or, uh, you know, or even any type of but any type of person, you know, type of shaming podcast. But yes, if you you know, if you are a bigger person, a bigger woman, a bigger man um, and, you know, you just do all whatever face shots and you know and when y'all when you finally you get matches and you don't acknowledge at all that you're a bigger person um and when they meet you you know they were expecting they they well whatever it is that they were expecting you're not that particular person and they end up ghosting you can't be mad at them because it was like you purposely omitted that you know um uh if you that's like saying you only you know I and mean, I get it. Like, it's weird because it rides that thin line of like discriminating and uh, almost a, almost like a prejudice. But it's really not, you know, like because you can't be mad at somebody for having you got to let them live there, whatever their truth is in whatever type that they're into. And if this person is not, you know, and I'm just just choosing people that, you know, have more weight on them uh, than others. But um, if you're a person that's not into, you know, bigger people or whatever or you just used to dating one type of person and this person made it seem like you know that they were that type of person or they didn't even make it seem like they were that type of person they just purposely omitted the fact that they were a bigger person then yes that's a form of catfishing so eric to answer your question yes yes it is and anonymous to answer your question yes yes ma'am yes it is um it's a form of catfishing so um Just like you know, um, even if you got to be careful because on these a lot of on these days, a lot of people, it's a lot of like you know, trans people on these on these websites. And again, this is not a bashing podcast. We're not bashing anybody of you know whatever sex they choose or whatever sex they deem that they are. Um, But you know, if they don't go out there and tell you. And you're under the impression that this is a man or this is a woman. Um, and then you find out after y'all start dating or after y'all link up in some way, you know, yeah, that's a form of catfishing, a very, very dangerous form of catfishing at that, you know, because um, you are definitely playing with the physical livelihood of people, livelihoods of people. Um, if you're out here doing that type of stuff, you know, if you don't let people know that you got kids and stuff like that like i feel like those are things that are important because if somebody is heavy on you know um starting a life with someone fresh without having any uh, any additional baggage and kids are baggage like if we're being honest they're they they're baggage now they're a different type of baggage than say you know whatever emotional baggage or financial distress baggage or you know is they they're different but they're still a form of baggage they are they come with you they they're part of you you know they come with you 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 can't leave them on the carousel you can't leave them at the airport you know they are your that's they're your baggage they do come with you um but um If you purposely omit those things too, like that, like, like I said, this person might not want to deal with someone who already has a child or already has, uh, already has children, you know, um, and you tell you on your profiles, you tell them that you don't have any kids or you didn't, you don't mention any kids. And yes, that's a form of catfishing too. It is. It's a form of catfishing too. Um, Eric, what I've noticed is that like it's a lot of women now that's like going natural as far as like their natural hairstyles, which I'm absolutely infatuated with. I love the fact that women are embracing their you know their natural hair now. But the thing about it is that like I don't know if they're fully, um, I don't know if they fully if they're fully into it themselves because they make it their mission to tell you, yo, I'm natural, and if you don't like this, that, and I'm like, why do you have to go that deep? Like just take your pictures with your natural hair and then let the person you know decide if they're going to like someone who has natural hair like i never got why they go like extra hard in the in the the bio section to let you know yo i'm natural now i don't have that long straight weave and wigs and all that okay well you didn't have to tell me that in the first place you could have just took regular pictures with your natural hair and that would have let me make the decision for myself if i'm going to like your picture or not now like i said i love the fact that women are especially our black women that are embracing that their you know, they're na- their natural hair and, you know, being very creative with their natural style, short, long, whatever, curly, uh, frizzy, whatever that they're doing. I-, I love it. I love it, man. I think it's super dope because that's that's the essence of us. You know, that's getting back to us. Um, and this is not a hair shaming podcast. Let me just make all of these disclaimers because I just don't want the emails and I don't want people to think that. I'm the superficial guy that just, you know, that I'm looking into uh, these, quote unquote, superficial things. Um, But I feel like we don't take dating as serious as we should. We don't take getting to know people as serious as we should. And, you know, maybe these are templates that people can go off of when going, you know, when going out back out into the dating world, i.e. my boy Eric. He's about to go back out into the dating world. And I've been telling him. You know, um, on phone conversations, I've been telling him, you know, uh, in our email, email chains and text messages, you know, you might as well just, you know, make it work with your woman, man, because y'all been together so long. Y'all know each other in and out. Again, I don't know the ins and outs. He won't really get divulge any details on why they broke up, but I'm telling you, man, it's getting harder and harder out here to date. So um, and, you know, I, I, maybe I should maybe i shouldn't say maybe i shouldn't be as discouraging when it comes to dating maybe he might have a better outlook a better experience than me and people that i know in the dating realms you know so um right now i am currently starting a business and it's going to be very very taxing on my time i noticed that like just getting up and shout out oh man we had a phenomenal um we had a phenomenal turnout for the black men in directorship, uh little seminar that we had LinkedIn uh, seminar that we had that sponsored seminar that we had Uh shout out to my girl, Jessica Randolph owner of just be creative, who I just found out that she's changing the name of her, uh, her creative agency, but um, shout out to Jessica. Um, it was a dope, 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 dope turnaround. Um, we a dope, dope turnout. I mean, um, I love chilling with the brothers and just sharing ideas and just sharing gems. And I loved it, man. It was dope, man. I I was rocking with it heavy, you know, and I was the low guy on the totem pole because I'm just getting light bulb ab off, off of the ground. These guys already have working creative agencies, have clients already lined up. Like it was dope that I even got asked to the table with that, you know? So Jessica, I'm forever indebted to you, uh, for this, uh, for, for what you just did for me man it was great you know and for me to be even at that table um just bringing my experiences and my experience to the table and and uh letting them know what what they should be looking forward to for the future of me um that was just a great it was just a great feeling all the way around man um it's black history you know it's the end of black history month but it's black excellence every day so uh yeah man that was dope but but yeah, back to, um, the topics at hand, um, Eric, I'm hoping I'm asking you questions anonymous. I hope I'm answering your questions, love. Uh, and you know, I guess she, she too is also getting back out into the dating world, but she hasn't, uh, according to her tech, uh, according to her email, she hasn't been in a relationship in close to 15 years, you know? So, um, I don't want to discourage these people. I don't, man. I don't want to discourage them at all, but we need to, we need to uh, be fully transparent with what is going on out there. And I got to say with me and my, um, me and my firm, me getting my firm up off the ground, that is pretty much going to be my girlfriend. I see it now, you know, that's going to be, Uh, who I'm spending the most time with (laughs) until I get that thing floating to the point where like it's working on its own, you know, um, which could be whatever years. It could be months. It could be days. I don't know. Um, But uh, until I get that thing floating and up on its own, Um, that's going to be my girlfriend. That's who I'm going to commit the most time to, because now I see that I was always supposed to be an entrepreneur. I was always supposed to have my, and I knew I'm listen, ask my friends. I'm the guy that preach about entrepreneurship. Yo, talk to anybody that know me. I'm that I'm the person that feel like we should be out here working for ourselves, you know, instead of being on somebody else's time and like having to put in for vacations and stuff like that, you know, having a report when we're sick and tell you know like we should be on our own time you know so but anyway um yeah uh i hope i answered y'all questions you know um like i said i wasn't gonna make a full podcast about that because i believe i touched on catfish in in depth in a, in a previous uh in a prior uh podcast episode. So we ain't even got to get into that. Y'all can probably go back and refer to that. It was one of the I think it was Catfishing is a Sport, matter of fact. The Catfishing is a Sport uh, episode and I recorded that a while back. So all my new listeners, y'all can go back and listen to those old uh podcast episodes. Some of them are rants, some of them are stories. Sometimes I was being goofy, silly, whatever, but uh you'll find everything uh that pretty much that y'all are looking for in the email. Y'all probably will find that in my prior episodes. And I'm sure like people that listen to the podcast every week, they don't want me to keep on going back in on catfishing and social media and all of this extra stuff. (laughs) So they don't want me to keep repeating myself with the same, uh, with the same narratives that I've been throwing out there uh, since I started. So, all right. So let's get into this other email from Arian. Um, or Ariane, I'm sorry, sorry Ariane, I, I I always call I call her Air, so I don't even you know. Uh, let's get into this email from her. She wanted to know about me. She wanted to know about the sober life because she just went on uh, a vacation trip, and you know she's been drinking since she's been 21. You know she's 34 now, so she you know that's what 13 years of uh 35 she's you know 14 years in of drinking and you know i don't know if she smoked i know that she kind of indulged i know she vapes but i don't know if they consider that like like smoking i believe vaping is more so like along like the hookah lines like is you know it's vapor is you know that's what it is is i know that you can put all types of stuff in there and kind of get a little buzz or whatever it is that people get from vaping but um and I don't know if she does any of that, but when the way she came across in my email, she was talking about, like, how is it living, like, the sober life? And, like, she wanted to know, um, like, how do I feel? Like, how do I do it? Like, um, and she wanted to know also, um, you know, what's the effects of it? Like, what, like, is there any effects? Do I have any uh, withdrawals and stuff like that? And I was air to answer your question i don't have any of that i stopped drinking before it became really really a part of my um when i was drinking it was just trendy just to drink and i'm not saying it's not trendy now but like i was in high school drinking i had no business in being in high school drinking i started drinking in my 12th grade year uh everybody pretty much knows that story i started drinking in my 12th grade year um right before we graduated which i don't any of my younger subscribers anybody that's listening um i don't suggest you do that at all um it's not something i'm very very proud of at all um but i started drinking in my 12th grade year and i was done by the time we threw our caps up in the air i was done drinking i didn't even drink on graduation night like i was finished i and there was nothing crazy traumatic that happened um you know i didn't almost get into no accident or get into any accidents you know like it, there was no life changing uh thing that happened one particular event that happened that made me not want to drink i just noticed early on that i'm a high off life guy i'm the guy that um i don't need anything to to loosen me up i don't need anything to open me up um i'm i'm cool I'm cool, man. I don't have an urge or inklet to drink. I'm not tempted when I see other people drinking. I don't even care. I'm the guy that they make the jokes about. Oh, we're going to have water and we're going to have orange juice at the crib for Jordan. You know, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And I'm perfectly fine with being that guy. I am because I love my life even more because I'm sober. I do. I get to see everything and i remember everything you know like i think that that's big on me like it it's air to me it's always been corny when people be like they went somewhere and they got tore up and it's like all right but what else like what (laughs) like you went you you went to cozumel whatever mexico and y'all just got tore up the whole time like this is a beautiful place like you mean to tell me like that was the highlight of your trip Like, to me, that's always been corny to me. Like, I'm going to go... If I'm going to spend money on this trip, I'm going to enjoy this trip sober. Like, I want to know, you know, I want to be... And I'm not saying you can't. I'm not even saying that you can't even go over there and indulge in drinks. But, like, to get to to the point where, like, you don't even remember, and that's the highlight, and that's what you choose to talk about, I think that that's corny. Like, yo, you don't want to talk about, like, the people that you met there. You don't want to talk about the food that you ate. Like, but you want us to be entertained by you telling me how y'all was tore up and how y'all made it back to the hotel and you know or how y'all was ended up in some stranger's room or like you know what i'm like to me that's scary as fuck like that's just to me I, to me i don't care about none of that i don't i don't care to do any of that you know i travel a lot i've been around places like imagine if i was doing that everywhere i went at like what memories would i have you know and i'm hoping that one day, like me and my child, I'm hoping that you know, I'm hoping that that rubs off on her. I hope she wants to live a sober life, man. I'll, you know, I get it. She probably will have to. And just as me being transparent and being being realistic, I get it. When she becomes of age, she might she's the peer pressure will be there. You know, I'm happy that I had my child early on because at least I'll be in tune with what they're into. You know, you have your kids later on in life, and you really don't know what the hell they be into. You just be hanging on by threads and hoping that they don't become suicidal or be this person with a whole bunch of drama and a bunch of kids you know having a bunch of babies and stuff like that that's what you really hope for um but i you know with me i just um i just um you know i lived i lived that sober life and it's not something i just wear as a badge of honor this is my lifestyle that's a complete vibe for me to be sober like a complete vibe i love it I love the fact that like I don't spend no money on no alcohol. I love the fact that like I don't spend any money on any weed, brownies, you know, edibles, none of that stuff. I-, I love the fact that I don't even need to even like that I don't even need it at all. Or I don't even want it at all. I love it. I love it, yo. I can't explain how I feel. Like I can't explain the clarity of mind, you know, that I have, you know. Uh I can't explain those things. As I'm getting older, I'm doing, I'm making sure that I'm doing everything to like retain memory and, and all that stuff. And I really don't want anything. Um, I really don't want anything to, um, like, I don't want anything stopping me like, you know, or, or even making me, how can I word this? I don't want anything that's stopping me from being able to do those things, you know, because I would rather indulge in other things. So And this is not judgment. This is not judgment. And that's the, the, oh my goodness, air. (laughs) That's another thing that kills me is like immediately when I tell people I don't drink or smoke, I get prejudged. I don't even be judging people that drink or smoke because all I do is hang around people that drink, you know, like all my boys, they drink. I don't be caring. Like, I don't care at all that they do that. You know, um, now if they drank to the point where like I needed to step in, I would do that. But like. This is not a judgment, um, this is not a judgment call that I don't drink. But the wild part is I get judged immediately because I don't drink and smoke. Immediately. When people find out that I don't drink and smoke, they sit around me in a semicircle, Indian style, and wanna know about every last detail about why I don't drink or smoke. Turns into a whole damn TED talk, yo, and I hate it. I hate it, yo. That's why I just stopped telling people. I just stop flat out telling people that I don't drink or smoke like they find out when they they're buying everybody shots. And I'd be like and I wave them off. That's when they find out. That's when they find out. And hopefully they already then had a few drinks, so they don't even ask me any questions because it just becomes tiresome and taxing and exhausting, you know, that to sit there and explain to people why you don't drink and smoke. But yes, Air, to answer your question, there is no this ain't we not pookie in New Jack City, yo, like it, it, you acting like, it, you know, from you telling me in this email, you acting like it's a nece- it's necessary that you have to do this when you go out. And when you and more than likely, you just be around people that's doing it. And subconsciously, you're not even thinking that, um you don't have to like, yo, I'm just going to chill. Like now nah, I'm good on drinking right now. Like, I just want to enjoy the moment. I'm just, I'm feeling the vibe. I'm feeling the music right now. Like I'm cool with this. This is my thing right here. Um, so yeah, there's no withdrawals. You're not going to be all shaking and stuff like that. And unless you some type of wild ass alcoholic or wild ass, um, and we ain't going to do that to you either. So like, nah, like, you know, you some, you some wild alcoholic that be drinking every day till you get drunk i get that Then you might be there might be some effects there but um i don't think you air er, i know you i know that's not you like you you drink uh you know socially when you out and about on the weekends you work a regular job during the weekend you know you loosen up on the weekends by getting a drink or two you know so maybe and you know, she touched on um, like you know her having hangovers and stuff like that. And really, that become that hangovers really come from the grade of alcohol that you drink, the grade of liquor that you drink. Because the higher end stuff, really, it takes a lot of it for it to be to the point where you are hungover. But that cheap dirt shit that people, the henny and all of that stuff, yeah, you are gonna be having hang all that the the cheap vodkas and the cheap tequilas. You gonna have you gonna have hangovers from that stuff. Because it's like low low end like, you know, it's low end stuff. It's it's like grabbing you know, uh it's like grabbing a purified water over a Fiji water. <laughs> you know, like you know, like it's grabbing a, a Sam's choice a Sam's choice purified water over you know, over whatever. Um whatever alkaline water is out there or it's like grabbing that, but, like, everybody's just so used to grabbing, like, that low-end stuff, and everybody drinks that low-end stuff, um, and the stuff is poorly made. It's it's made, it's made to just mess you up quickly, you know, whereas, like, the higher-ends, um, the higher-end liquors, they kind of, like, ease into your bloodstream to the point where, like, they—you're not—you don't feel— how you feel immediately jacked up from like, you know, drinking Henny and all of that stuff. Like you feel, you feel that almost immediately. You feel that within like the first like 10, 15 minutes of you drinking probably quicker than that. Um, it's not like that with the higher end liquors, the higher end, the higher end alcohols. It's not like that at all. You know, so a lot of that hangovers and stuff like that, you know, it come from people just drinking cheap stuff, you know, and, um and yeah, they, you know they, they this is what to me this is what um life has come to in regards to people being social like it's like they absolutely have to do this thing yo who hit in the liquor store and it's like to me i'm looking around like i i don't even early on when i decided to go to sober route i was just like this is gonna be new for me because I come from a family full of drinkers. Like my family is widespread known to get it in drinking. My family be get it in, in. You know what I mean? When we was down in new Orleans for my cousin, wedding, it probably was more liquor than there was food to be honest. So my family gets it in, you know? Um, and when I decided to be sober, really, you know, it was for me and it was because I wanted to be viewed differently by my child, to be honest. Um, I don't want my child... I don't want me to be... I don't want to have any type of negative influence on my daughter at all. I don't want her to ever see me drunk. I don't ever want to see her to, see, to hear about me being drunk. Like, I don't want none of that, man. It's real... That's real big to me. My nieces, too. Like, I don't... I don't want to be an example for them. So, like, I don't ever want them to, like... Oh, I remember when, you know, like... Because, you know, when you get of age, you get up there... Like, the kids get up to, like, that 18, 19-year-old age they start recalling things that they seen when they was younger and you know to me it would be highly embarrassing if my daughter ever seen me like drunk or being belligerent and stuff like that um my nieces my nephews like uh, my little cousins i don't want them to ever see me like that i don't it'll hurt my pride to run back a story about me being drunk around them and just whatever throwing obscenities around and just not really um Not really paying attention or reading the room, as people say, Uh, and them being in the presence of that and them being embarrassed by that. You know, I just even thinking about that would have me, you know, it already has me and thought about it. (laughs) So, yeah, that was that was one of the major things that, you know. um, As I'm coming to grips with the fact that, like, I'm just a sober person. Um, that's one of the major things. That's one of the pros to me, to me, not, uh, to me, not drinking. But again, I can't judge people that do, you know, um, I think out of all my ex-girlfriends, I think maybe one of them didn't, well, she didn't drink as much as the, any, uh, any of the other ones, you know, um, I think one of them, she always did something light, maybe some wine or something like that, but it was never like, she never, I've never seen her drunk ever um and you know uh i don't mind it like i said i don't mind when people are drinking around me that's their life you know um that's what they that's what they choose to do so i'm just one of those people that you ain't gonna ever you i not even on a special occasion i don't i just don't drink at all i just don't drink at all so um and no smoking either no smoking no uh <laughs> No smoking, no vaping, nothing, man. I don't want to do nothing, yo. I don't want to do anything at all. And I love my life. I love it just the way it is, you know, so I'm not missing out on anything. So, Air, I hope I answered your question. Um, And peace peace on your journey. If you decide that this is the route that you want to go, peace peace on that, you know. It's going to be, I got to mine early, so there was no, um, there's no feeling of me missing out on anything because I got to my soberness early. I got to my soberness still as a teenager. (laughs) So um, I'm about to be 36 out here, heavy in these streets. So I'm on the other side of the lower 30s. (laughs) And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made, to be honest. The the very best, probably top two decisions that I've ever made in my life. So peace to you, air. Peace to you, man. If you um, peace, to you love if you decide to go this route. Just know we're we're out here, we're out here. But we like Sam we like Android users. Like don't nobody really care for us, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm an Android user. I just so happy to be an Android user too. But um, <laughs> like we out here, but like nobody cares for us. And everybody rather want us over on the other side, you know? Um, yeah. So anyway, I think this is a good place to end it. Um. Phew. Monday is already here man I just feel like I just Y'all just got the Friday episode And bam look at Monday That's why I don't even be like Super dumb hype about the weekends Like It's like Monday is right there Unless you're a person that Got crazy amounts of money Or you're a person that run your own business Which Monday is probably gonna be busy for you anyway But at least you run your own business So you take your own breaks You do your own You answer to yourself Unless you're one of these people Unless you are one of those people Um, I totally get why people don't look forward to Mondays. I totally get it. I totally get it. I'm the guy that's like, ah, (laughs) I'm the guy that's on the fence about Monday. But like, I don't bring any type of negativity to the office. I don't bring any negativity to my coworkers. I don't bring any negativity to y'all. I think y'all should approach Monday how y'all approach Friday. That's just how I am. Um get, get those emails under wraps for the people that live in the email, in the email box, um, on Mondays, you know, when you clocking into work or whatever, and you you gotta, you the one of them people that got to read the emails that you didn't get to on Friday, get those emails under, under control. And, you know, on the second half of your Monday, just ride it out, cruise control, you know, do everything you need to do from nine to 12 after lunch, it should be easy going for you. You know, um, or spread the stuff out, you know, like if you one of them people that don't get a whole lot of work on Mondays, um, and you just spread, just spread it out. So you, so your day don't drag along and take that and take that same energy into your week, take that same energy into your week. Like, yo, like we all out here trying to figure it out. We are all out here trying to figure it out. So it's a crab in the barrel mentality, our doggy dog world that we that we live in. But um, carry that energy, carry that energy into the week, knock out some projects or whatever it is that you um, that you that, you know, are necessary. Anybody that's students or whatever. Yeah. Get, get, you know, knock some stuff out that's due on Friday or whatever. Knock that out. Beginning of the week, Monday and Tuesday, get that all out the way. That way your mind is on cruise control and easy street throughout the rest of the week because i feel like your mental health is in spurts um it's in spurts you know like having good mental health is something that you should train your mind to do but um but you know it comes in in blast i would say uh throughout the week you know by wednesday you shouldn't be feeling crazy exhausted you should be like dang i got half the week done you know, half my work week done. So yeah, this is a good place to end it, man. I'm rambling right now. Um, this is the tired of talking podcast. I'm your host Jordan and I will see y'all on the other side. Peace.